Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. And so we were ferocious and no one could beat us because we were like lions. And most, a lot of school teams do that. They have uh, like Chicago Bears or, you know, sometimes they do things like in Lynchburg, like Hilltoppers or Pioneers or Flames. But I'm pretty sure LU Flames, uh, they are not, Flames supposed to burn up somebody, I think. (laughs) I think they're supposed to burn up somebody. So, uh, usually you don't have you, you don't have teams like uh, the Easy Glass Kittens. You know, you, you don't have things like that because because it's not ferocious. So from the time that I was little, we always grew up, and, and people tried to make you such and such if you were male that uh, you were not uh, well weakling. You're supposed to be tough. That's what you're supposed to be tough. And what happens, at least what happened to me, is I found out that I was really not like that. And matter of fact, God had to start undoing some things because when you think you're tough, when you think you're, you're all that, you have a tendency not to need anybody. Uh, and that's not the way I am. So what are you like? Are uh, you like a kitty cat? Are you like a lion? Are you like a bear? You know, I know that Proverbs will tell you that uh, the wicked flee when no one's chasing them, but the righteous is as bold as a lion. Um, we're talking about confident in Jesus Christ. Our confidence has to be in him rather than in our own ability. So what are you like? How would you describe yourself? Will you describe yourself as a, as a lion? As a bear, you know, maybe a dove, right? Well, how would you describe yourself? Well, let's find out what God says about us because I think it helps us if we look at Isaiah. It'll help us to kind of start thinking soberly about ourselves and rightfully about ourselves. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6, God says a little something about us that we need to take that to, to mind. It says in verse 6, all of us, like sheep, all, like sheep. He didn't say like lions, like bears, <laughs> cougars, <you know? laughs> jaguars. That was Lincoln Junior High. That was Lincoln Jaguars. Sheep. Now, we know that sheep are not smart. We, you, know that, you know that, don't you? Sheep are kind of dumb, right? Uh, they, they, domestic sheep, they can't take care of themselves. They get lost very easily. Uh, they stray very easily. Um, they have to have somebody feed them, guide them. They're really totally dependent upon someone else. And he called us, he said, we are like sheep. Hmm. Now, I wonder how many mascots are like that. Liberty University sheep. Oh, what do you think? <laughs> probably lose some students, probably, you know. <laughs> but that's what he says. 
have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord, but the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. Yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good verse. So I said, okay, now, God, if I'm thinking, I'm thinking rightly about myself, if I think I'm a sheep, I've been taught to have positive um, feelings about myself, you know, to think positive. I don't like to think of myself as a sheep because sheep are dumb, you know, and sheep follow. Sheep really don't lead anybody. They're sheep. But what he was, he was sharing with me is that I'm going to have to get that impression of myself in order for me to receive what he has for me. And let's look at, um, uh, let's go to First Peter. Let's go there and see First Peter 2.24. We'll, we'll go to 25, though. And it's quoted from what we already quoted in Isaiah 53.6. says, For you were continually straying like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. And in my Bible is capitalized. We know we're talking about Jesus because the context says we're talking about Jesus. Because he's the one who bore our sins. So I'm thinking that the only way I'm going to really receive all of that the chief shepherd has for me is that if I really thought of myself and start thinking of myself as a sheep. Let's look at John 10. Let's start in verse 6. Of John 10. Because it tells us about the shepherd. Because we want to know, if I'm, a, if I'm going to be a sheep, am I going to be well taken care of? Am I going to really be in good hands? And theologically, we already know we are. We already know we are. But I think our theology, our doctrine, our, our way we think, what's in our mind, doesn't always translate to the way we walk, to the way we talk. We know that. Why doesn't it? Somewhere there is a disconnect. And, and so he's just, this is our time together. I'm talking to the Lord, and this is what he wants me to share today. And we'll look at John 10, verse 6. It says, this figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand what those things were which he had been saying to them. So Jesus said to them again, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. And all who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out. And find pasture. That's one of the definitions of a shepherd, really. Uh, it defines a shepherd by what a shepherd does. A shepherd 
uh, tends the sheep. A shepherd feeds the sheep. A shepherd pastures the sheep. In other words, this word pasture means that they, they're going to find places for this, their flock to eat. It says in verse 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. So Jesus is explaining about himself. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So any good shepherd is going to lay down his life for the sheep. Any good shepherd. Was that shepherd? Was David, King David? Was it Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ, we know, laid down his life for us. David took his life into his hand when he uh, would fight the bear or the lion to take care of that sheep. He's explained to us that it's okay to look at yourself as a sheep because I will take care of you. It says in verse 12, he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who is not the owner of the sheep, sees the wolf coming, leaves the sheep, and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and is not concerned about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me. Even as my father knows me, and I know the father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also. And they will hear my voice and they will become one flock with one shepherd. All going to have to come through Jesus Christ to the Father, for the Jew, for the Gentile. Verse 17, for this reason the Father loves me because I lay down my life so that, they, so that I may take it up again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay down on my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I receive from my Father. Verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So even though if I think of myself as a sheep, and, and I say, well, I'm not a leader, because the sheep, they don't lead anybody. The sheep follow. I am in good hands. You're in good hands. If you think of yourself as a sheep, because he says, my sheep follow me. That's what he said. He says, we are supposed to hear his voice. And we're supposed to follow him. Verse 28, and I give eternal life to them. And they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. That is security. That is protection. Is it okay for me to think of myself as a sheep? Is it okay for you to think of yourself as a sheep? He says that you will be protected from the wolf. You will be protected from those who will try to harm you because you are in his hands and no one. No one can snatch you out of his hand. That's what he said. I said, that's that's confident. That's good. He says, my father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. 
Ooh, that's awesome. Let's look at Hebrews 13, 20. The shepherd. The shepherd. All we in good hands with the shepherd. We want to move our knowledge, our head knowledge, to where we really walk in this thing out. It's not the hearers of the word only that's justified, is it? But the doers of the word also, isn't it? If you're here and not a doer, then it is not going to work. In Hebrews 13, verse 20, let's look there. It says, Now the God of peace, it's like a doxology, who brought up from the dead, then we learn something else about the good shepherd. Not only he's a good shepherd, he's a great shepherd. The great shepherd. The great shepherd of the sheep. Do you see yourself as a sheep? The great shepherd of the sheep. See, if you don't see yourself as a sheep, you probably don't need a shepherd. What do you think? The shepherd leads sheep. Shepherd doesn't lead lions and bears. <laughs> he owns them. He commands them. Uh, but... Oh, my goodness. Through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus, our Lord. Oh, we're talking about Jesus, aren't we? We're talking about Jesus. He is the great shepherd of the sheep. Let's look in Isaiah. Let's go there for a little bit. Uh, Let's go to 44, Isaiah 44. And... Let's read verse 2, because we want to know a little bit about this. We're trying, to move, we're trying to move from theology to walk. That's what we're trying to do. Thus says the Lord, who made you and formed you from the womb, who will help you. What does the shepherd do? Help. He helps. He helps. So we know we're talking about Yahweh in the Old Testament. Where we know that, that the, the Son and the Father, we know that Jesus and, and God, they're, they're, they're one, aren't they? And it says here that he's the one who made you. That's what he said. He made you. That means he made me. He made us. He formed us from the womb. In verse 6 it says, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last. There is no God besides me. No God. So whatever we want to make God is no God. Whoever we want to look to for protection is no God. Whatever we want to look to for security is no security. Would you believe it? Whoever we look to to heal is no healer if we're not looking to God. You see? It's all their security in my job. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. 
live long enough. Right. Yeah. You say, well, oh, there's, you know, doctors there, that, that, that's it. The doctor. Let me get to a doctor and I'll be all right. No, no, no. No, no, no. Doctors will tell you, quick, I'll sign this right here because uh, you might not make it. <laughs> Don't want you blaming me. We told you beforehand, <laughs> before you went on this operating table. <laughs> yeah. Verse 8. Do not tremble and do not be afraid. Have I not long since announced to you and declared it, and you are my witnesses, there is, is there any God besides me? Or is there any rock? I know none. There's none. There's none. In the wilderness, the, the rock that um, Moses struck for water was, who's that rock? Jesus. Jesus. That's why he, he couldn't strike it again when God told him to speak to it. The rock that followed them the whole time was Jesus. He is the rock. Verse 24. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and the one who formed you from the womb. Do you know that God formed you in the womb? Yes, well, I thought it was just, I thought, I thought it was evolution. <laughs> well, you're in the wrong place if you thought it was evolution, you know. This is only our creator is the one who did that. In Jeremiah 1, 4, if you, you don't have to turn there. Uh, I'll just, uh, well, you can if you want to. It's up to you if you, you can get there quick, depending on how well you know your Bible. Over one book, it says that. Now, the, the, let's look at verse um, 4. Now, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before, who is he talking to? This is, this is Jeremiah talking here. Uh, before I formed you, and this is the word of the Lord who came to Jeremiah, saying, Before I formed you. Now, we, all, we already know he formed us from the womb, right? But he says, Before I formed you in the womb. Before that. I knew you. Are we in good hands with the shepherd? How can we not be in good hands with a person who knew us before we were formed in the womb? I said, wow. Before you were born, he told Isaiah, he set them apart, consecrated them. He called them to be a prophet. That means that, to me, Jeremiah is not the only person. That means that if he knew you before you were formed in the womb, he already has purposed something for your life already before you even were born. You have a purpose. And the only one that can lead us in that purpose is a good shepherd, the chief shepherd of our souls. I said, wow. I want to be a sheep. Is anybody like me? Oh, I want to be a sheep. Let's look at uh, Isaiah 45. Let's turn over. 
turn back to Isaiah. And you turn one from 44 to 45. Let's look at verse 5, 6 and 7. It says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. He is, he is, man, this is bold writing, isn't it? Bold writing. Is it true? It is true. It is true. When it says, I am the Lord, you know who's talking, right? And there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. Jesus said the Father and I are one. We're in good hands. Six, it says that men may know from the rising of the, and the setting of the sun that there is no one besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. The one forming light and creating darkness, causing well-being, and creating calamity. I am the Lord who does all these. He does everything. Everything. We can think of many, many scriptural things that he does. Who put the galaxy into existence? Who measured Everything was just a span of his hand, and the span goes from your thumb to your little finger. You spread it out. Who did it? It's God. God. Nothing that was formed was formed, and nothing that was created was created without Jesus Christ. Either. We don't even know with all of our wisdom that God has given us at this particular time how many stars, how many galaxies there are out there. We can't even count the ones in this galaxy that Earth is in. Just think about it now. And he knows all of the stars by name. And we can't even see them. Every animal that there is, that does exist, give God glory. He's the one who feeds them. He can tell any animal, any uh, fowl, any fish what to do, and they will do it without fail. That's Jonah. As Elijah. He was fed, wasn't he? Who was he fed by? Yeah. God commanded him to be fed twice a day. Didn't he? He missed a meal, but he mean, you know, he missed. <laughs> When God does something, it's like uh, the, the prophet that uh, God told, don't go back to, back uh, the same way. Uh, you know, don't stop in, don't stop it. Nobody, don't say anything to anybody, don't agree to anybody. And he went to ate at this older prophet's house. And then a, a lion came out and, and, and uh, killed him. 
and this lion was just standing there. And it was standing there beside the donkey. And that's not normal. But God can command what he wants to command to do what he wants to do. That lion didn't eat the man, didn't do it, just standing there. God is God. So I'm excited to be a sheep. Really. It excites me to be a sheep. Uh, we could go on and on about the greatness of God. Can't move. I thought the worship team did such a great job with the awesomeness of God. Wasn't that a good song? Yeah, good song. No surprise on that thing. Boy, I like that one. I like, I like, I like that one. That's good. Send chills down you. I said, "Woo, gone, boy." <laughs> That's good. Now let's see. I think we've established the fact that that we all now look at ourselves as sheep. Am I right? Am I? I hear one. I hear another sheep. I can hear you, sheep. Is there another sheep in the house? <laughs> there is two. I've got another sheep. Well, we are sheep. I want to be a sheep because I want to be taken care of by the shepherd because he's already told me there is no other God. He's already told me there is no other protector. There is no other feeder. There is no, unless he does it, it's all done. He can cause a famine where no one would eat. You, you see what I'm saying? He can do whatever he wants to. So it'll be who of us to say, hey, we are sheep, you know, we are sheep. Well, if we're sheep, then we have need of a shepherd. Now, let's go from there and let's go to the 23rd Psalm. Let's end there, because I believe that we really don't do um, justice to this psalm. Well, we, we memorize it and things like that. But I mean, do we really believe it? We say, oh, uh, if it's written, it's, it's so, yes. Well, that, that's just Christianese. That's just talk, you know. Because <laughs> I, I believe that <laughs> if I ask you, hey, does anybody have any wants in here? Everybody says, yeah, I mean, I got, I got some wants. I got some wants, you know. But, of course, you wouldn't raise your hand now because you know that if you raise your hand, you say, oh, my goodness, that, that's a trick question because the first thing in Psalm 23 is Lord, my shepherd, I shall not want. So if I say I want, that's going to be bad news. Bad news. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying about the disconnect? We know we have some wants, don't we? Plenty of wants. We might not have as many needs, but if you ask, do you have any needs, then that will be something different. Well, if you said you have the wants, yeah, I will have some wants. How long is your piece of paper, you know? So I wonder, for me, is this psalm true? It would only be true if I believe that I'm a sheep. It will only be true if I believe that God is the shepherd because Jesus Christ is God. We do believe in the deity of Jesus Christ. Do we do it? Do we not? We are in the right place. Okay, good. Okay. All right. 
Jesus is God. All right. So, now, is your disconnect like my disconnect? That we say we have wants, but the Scripture says the Lord, I mean, Yahweh, He is, I mean, you know, He is. It didn't, now, it will be something else if it says, Willie Taylor is my shepherd. Now, see, now, now, now you can say, yeah, right, mm-hmm, right. I got plenty of wants. I got plenty of wants. Plenty of wants. And he can't supply any of them, you know. <laughs> but it didn't say that. It said the Lord. And it says capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. So we know we're talking about Yahweh. But we know that Jesus is the shepherd. Jesus and the Father one. We know that we believe in a trinity. Even though the word trinity is not found in the scripture, we believe in the trinity because we know that the Holy Spirit, of course, is God. So it says the Lord, the Lord. The Lord. You know, uh, Lord can be also a uh, supreme, supreme controller. Uh, you know, like people have a landlord. They have different lords, you know. It says, the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Is, not want to be. You know, like some people want to be something. Want to be a doctor, want to be this, want to be that. This is a, he is, he is my, my, come on, my, not yours, not theirs, you see, so it's all personal, isn't it? My shepherd. That's the sheep talking now. That's the sheep talking. The Lord is my See, that, 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 that's how we, 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 we're saying this thing. Now, do we believe just those five words? Is it just theology? And I, I think we memorize things and we say things, but it's not really in our total being. It's got to be... It's got to be like the, like like a real sheep, you know. A real sheep. They got to have the shepherd. I believe that King David. I believe that he felt this. It wasn't just words, because he was a shepherd before in the natural. He understood this. I believe that the Lord wants us to grasp this. That. It's got to move from theology to shoe leather, to walking it out. That he is your shepherd. So I want you to, you know, uh, review this psalm, six verses, I think it is, and, and, and start meditating on it and see what the Lord has for you in this. See, can, can he... Move you from theology, from just you memorizing scripture, you've read through the Bible, to this is actuality, your life as a sheep. 
because it says that if you do that, if you understood those first five words, then the rest of it falls in place. See, if I say I shall not want, I have to know something. I have to know that even if I had something to write on paper at this particular time, it's not going to be, uh, it's, it's not going to be, I don't need to write in ink because it's going to come to pass where that's going to be erased out. So I'm going to need some white out because what I think I might really want, God has already provided and it's going to come at some point in time when he's ready, when he's when he fulfills the purpose of which he has to get it done. So sometimes, I know for me, I say, I, I want this, Lord. I want you to do this. But see, suppose it were like that in the wilderness. Everything that Israel wanted, he gave them. Right there on the spot all the time. See, they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't be where they are now. Suppose he gave us everything we wanted. None of us would be saved. Because none of us wanted it. No, not one. And you might say, I was born wanting Jesus. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. You were not. <laughs> you were not. Because yeah. the scripture is going to be true. So I said, wow. God, these first five words here then I need to meditate on because I need to know that Yahweh, I need to know that God, I need to know that the creator of all things, I mean, every single thing, I mean, oh my goodness, it's just too, like the song said, too awesome to even express to anybody. That's my shepherd. That's my shepherd. (laughs) You know how people, they they are... uh, I guess they used to. I don't know what to do now. They said, you know, that's my dad right there. That's my dad. Yeah. Um, because they, they, they really think a lot of the dad. The dad might be, you know, whoever. But to that, that, that young fellow or that young girl, that's my dad. That's my dad. They're proud of the dad. See, we, we can say like, hey, <laughs> that's my shepherd. That's, that's my shepherd. So, so uh, you a sheep, well, uh, sheep are dumb. Good, that's, that's okay. But hey, uh, my, <laughs> my my shepherd is all knowing. Right? He's omniscient. He's everywhere. He sees everything. Right? Woo. So therefore, I shall not want. I shall not want. And what you think? What I think? I might. Uh, would have a want for right now? No, I don't have a want for it. Because I know it's going to be all right. You said, but you, you know, surely uh, if you are sick, surely you want to be well. No, I am well. Because the Bible told me, didn't it? In Matthew, didn't it say that? It's talking of Jesus. He said that he fulfilled that which was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. Was it? 
that he took our infirmities and bore our diseases. That's what it says. It says also that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we will be healed. Oh, we are healed. Well, do I need to speak the words of Jesus? Do I need to speak the words of my own flesh or what the doctors say? Who would I need to speak? Because Jesus is the word. Isn't he? He's the word. <laughs> Made flesh. He's the word. He's my shepherd. So if my shepherd says I'm healed, I'm healed. That's what he said. He said, yeah, but you're sick. Well, it's okay. That's something to change. Anytime. Isn't it? Anytime. I don't care what the doctor says. That's something to change anytime. All the doctor's going to say, man, this is unusual. You know? Yeah, it is. What else is new? He's wonderful. Isn't it? Miraculous. Isaiah 9, 6 says. It says that he makes me lie down in green pastures. See, when, when it says he makes, you can already say, well, hmm, uh, I'm a, of this, you know, I don't like authority. You're telling me what I'm, I got to do. You can't make me do nothing. Right? See, you already know you're not a sheep. You know, not a sheep. Because sheep, they're going to do what the shepherd says. Lay down right there. They lay down right there. Yeah, they lay down right there. Huh? Are you a sheep? What do you look at yourself as? Do you look at yourself as sheep? I'm a goat. No, no, you better be a sheep. You know. <laughs> oh, because see, he says he makes him lie down in green pastures. That means he's going to find places in Palestine back then and, went and, and there with the, with the kind of sporadic rains they had. You have patches of green, this was that place. The shepherd had to move the sheep from place to place to find pasture for them. So, God, our shepherd, is moving in your life so that you have provisions in everything you have need of. All you have to do is follow the shepherd. All you have to do, follow the shepherd. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. He said, well, uh, how do I hear God's voice? I mean, I, you know, I want He says, my sheep, hear my voice. He didn't say I might, right? But if you don't want to believe the word, then take Elder Sam's class on hearing the voice of God. Right? I mean, I'm serious. Why do you think we have classes? Because uh, people want to, want to be taught how to hear God's voice. And, and we teach that class. We've been teaching it for some years now. And um, you get practice 
listening for God's voice. But I know that you hear his voice if you're a sheep. If you're his sheep, <laughs> you hear his voice because the word told me so. So I don't have any problems hearing God's voice. Do you? <laughs> I got one, yeah. So they, they have a problem, yeah? No, I have no problem. Because he, he can speak to me. He knows how to speak to me. He knows. He knows I'm deaf in this ear, dead ear, but he knows how, to, how, to, how I can hear. <laughs> oh, do we hear with our eyes sometimes? You know, because he shows us things and we say, oh, I hear you, God. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. We'll stop here. I'd just like to go over to the 23rd Psalm. But we'll, we'll stop here because I want to um, close and we'll start probably here next Sunday because I have some good things in this psalm that we'll stop at certain places and then we'll go to, to some other area. Oh, I, I, I got to stop. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.